Plump Goops podcast. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Howdy, folks, and welcome back to what is objectively called by many, many around the world, many in the podcast industry, it's objectively called the greatest podcast to ever exist, to ever grace the technological age. It's Hot Takes High Stakes. This is the podcast where we have takes, we bottle them up inside of us for years. These are takes that we've had for, I don't know, our whole lives, right? I mean, this every- Before then. (laughs) Conception. These takes were whispered to us during conception. And today is the day that we spit them out. Today, honestly, today is the day that we give birth, our second birth, our second life. Uh, no comment. Wholeheartedly. Two yeses from my two yes men. Is that your hot take? Uh, oh, it could be a... So here's something that I could use for for a warm-up take? take, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's less, it's less of a take and more of just a question. Um, how do you think, you know, the classic film, Yes Man, starring Jim Carrey? No. No. Yes, I do. Are you being facetious, Sam, or do you actually not know? I actually don't know. Okay. Well, it's a movie about Jim Carrey, and his whole thing is he says yes to everything, and it leads him to zany situations. Okay. Um, not my favorite movie ever. Probably my least favorite movie ever. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad. Um, that was funny. The I, my question to you is how would the movie have been different? I'm asking Corey how the movie would have been different, and I'm asking Sam how he thinks the movie would have gone had Jim Carrey's mo been to say no to everything. Literally nothing would have happened. You don't think anything yeah. would have happened? Yeah. What? Well, how would anything? There would be no plot. Well, let's think. You want to go to the grocery store? No. Okay, stays home. <laughs> but you could also say, um, "Do you want to stay home?" No. And then he goes out, you know? It's kind of like the double negative. It's really not on him anymore. Right. The plot of the movie is on his environment. And, like, say, say I had been in the, in the movie, in this situation, I would have taken advantage of this and been like, do you want to not give me a lot of money? And he would have been like, no, I don't want to not give you a lot of money. You know? Then I would have taken all of Jim Carrey's The Mask earnings. All of that, all of his assets. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't seem like a very um, intriguing plot to me, though. Hmm. If that's yeah, what you're I'm going bored. for, just giving me plot stacks of money. Yeah. Okay, how about, no how about this? No man sucks. <laughs> Is that your, give, give me your Rotten Tomatoes rating for no man. 30%. 30%? 17 rotten. Wow. Wait, so, okay. So, Sam, I'm going to challenge you to this. How about this? Okay. If you're so so gung ho about this idea, then I want you to, for a whole day, say no to everything and see what happens. Okay. Um, I should and, vlog about it. Yeah, you should vlog about it, and maybe we'll throw it up on Mountain Men Vids. Sam says no to everything. I feel like on my day to day, there's not many things I would say no to. You know, I just kind of carry myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say no to myself. It is really reliant on like a black and white world and a questionary binary, you know, like a yes or no. Like yeah. every, if like it, you, nothing will happen if someone says like, what do you want to eat for dinner? But if someone no. says, do you no. want to go to 
Chick-fil-A. Trula. Then you say no. Or if someone says, I don't really want to go here. Do you? You say no. And then that leads you to go somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like some things could happen. You're making me want to see this movie less and less. Yeah, yes, man. It's really good. Or no, yeah, man. It's really bad. It's bad. Both. I think neither is neither would be great, but I think no man would at least be a little more interesting. No man would be way less interesting. Yeah. I yes. want to. I want them to make a sequel. He he learned that hey, you can't say that yes to everything in life, but at the same time, you can't he can say be no like, to I want to try something new. It's really based off of his uh, Myers Briggs, if you would. Why is that? You know, the fourth letter is like um, judging versus perceiving. Mm-hmm. And so judging is like you need things to be like planned mm. and in order and for things to go according to plan. And then perceive. I don't know why they named it this way. And then perceiving is like you're good with you don't care about planning as much. You're good you can with go like, with the flow. You're good with plans like falling apart and just like yeah. doing whatever. I can't. I always. I always take my Myers Briggs and I can't remember what I got. Yeah, this seems like yeah, a me too. You issue. Same, what does that make? Very me? plain. My room. Yeah, it's. Um, I, th- mm, I think the architecture is what makes it that way. There's not a lot of space to hang stuff up or anything. I do have space to hang things up. True. I just haven't gotten around to it. I moved in and then laid out my posters to flatten. Mm-hmm. And just left them there. Are they still flattening? Flossy. Yes. You must have some flat posters. Or they might have gotten crinkled as things have oh, gotten shuffled around. Whoa. That could be part of the plot of No Man. Is someone's like, do you want to hang up these posters now? And you could say no. And then they become crinkled. Man. Certainly could be a Thoughts? More of a subplot than a <laughs> main plot. <laughs> Let's that'll, hope. that'll be like the C plot to the A plot. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, I we can get it. That was a good amount of. Wait, Sam, t- tell me one poster that you have on the floor. What's one of the posters? Um, it's a poster of like the Austin skyline. Mm. Couldn't you just look out the window? No, I can. I have a view of a of a Pluckers and a parking garage. That's all you need. My view, my views of the skyline. You do have a good view, Corey. Yeah, you do. Wait, how do you know? From the uh, the oh, collective the, vlog, the, yeah, a million dollar view <laughs> around that. <laughs> around there, that's about how much you're paying for it. Um, at least fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. Uh, uh, a um, a year. A year. I'll only be here for a year, so. So oh, fifteen thousand total, plus yeah. utilities or not including utilities. Plus, with it is including utilities. Fifteen thousand including utilities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of hefty. That's what you. Though, so. It's. A, I mean, it's a fifteen thousand dollar view, Sam. How yeah, can that's you true. argue with that? If anything, it's a steal. It's a million dollar view that he's paying fifteen thousand for. Yeah. So. You're God. Like you should... see Moody Bank. The lights. Oh up yeah. The night. Classic. Classic. That's a little. Cameron bit wouldn't of... get it. He's no. not an Austin. He's not an Austin native. No. Well, you're not an Austin native, Sam. No, I'm not either. But was I wrong in that statement? That that I'm not an Austin. I'm not an Austin native. No. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, I'm closer to an Austin native than you are because I'm a Boston native. And that is closer a word than your... What's your nativity? Where were you born? 
DF, the DF dub. Yeah. You're a DF dubber. And with that, I think we move into the takes. Who wants to go first? Does anyone have like a strong desire? No. Indifferent. Uh, not a lot of go-getters on this podcast. I guess I'll go first and let you guys build excitement based on my take. Because my okay. take is this. Marathons, they're too easy. Dots, I haven't run one, but, and here's the thing. I think too many people are running them. I think it's too easy to get into marathon shape and run a marathon. I think it should be more of an exclusive club. I disagree. I think well, marathons. Like Ironman. Isn't there stuff that is exclusive? Right. But the marathon's like the baseline. Marathons are supposed to be accessible. Not as accessible yeah, as like a 5K. Not as accessible as a turkey trot. Right? Yeah. I think the marathon should be the new 5K. No, because you have – okay. Speaking of Boston, the Boston Marathon, no no average Joe can get into the Boston Marathon. You got to qualify. You do? No. Yeah, you do. My mom ran the Boston Marathon. Has she ran a marathon before? No. Wait, you I'm I think you probably have to qualify for the top heat, maybe. But you don't have to qualify for the Boston. Like you're saying that what you have to like enter a race before and run it. Yeah. And then be placed good enough? That's definitely not true. People is walk the Boston Marathon. Is she affiliated with one of the marathon's official charities? I don't know, maybe. I doubt. I maybe. So this was years ago that she ran the Boston Marathon. Um. Oh my goodness, that's so fast. Uh, <laughs> Sam's getting I it up. sucked I into it up. the into the okay. into the hole, the, the internet hole. So for the for okay, let's say forty to forty-four year olds. Okay. The qualifying standard is three hours ten minutes for a marathon. Huh? Oh, that's for men's. Yeah. For wait for the top Boston. heat, right? For the best one. No, to 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 get it. This is simply not true. So, I'm simply like, on like hunt like so many people run the Boston Marathon, and definitely people who aren't running sub four. Mar- like my mom ran like four, like hot, like over five. I think she must have been in a charity. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she was in a charity, or maybe she has ties to the region. All I know is that national people around the country. Mm-hmm. qualify probably for the Boston top heat marathon. probably to be in the front what do you guys think you're if you if you tried to run a marathon right now what do you think your time would be five hours five hours that's so Damn, that's so fast that. <laughs> no way that's fast you are not training walk. at all you can't walk up you can't walk 26 <laughs> miles in five hours Corey. but a 10 minute pace that's... 10 minutes is kind of fast my brother you can't walk a 10 minute mile no, no, I know, but 10 minutes is super slow, though. Oh, but to well, keep that up. Times 26. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. I, <laughs> that I would be a fun think... video, too. What if we're, we, we're talking, like, the mountain men try to run a marathon with no training? That would be a We should do a video. collective marathon. So, like, Whoa. Oh. the sum total of us yeah. run a marathon. Well, we just had an idea last week that was, like, we make a collective movie. Like, all of us film enough so that if we put it all together, it's a movie. Hmm. like over an hour i feel like you could do it at a 10 minute pace i don't think that's like well, extremely al- slow you're also a division one club soccer player so 
That's but like your mile time is probably like your normal. It depends mile on time. the day. It depends on the day, but that's like one mile though. That's different. <laughs> yeah, Corey, it's so yeah. different. It's a jog. <laughs> Wait, so it's Corey, literally you, just a jog. What do you think your time would be right now? I have no idea. Um, let's just say like four hours. No I think way. Able no way you can. I don't know four, how long marathons, marathons take. Right now. I think Corey could run a sub four. I changed my answer to five and a half. You think Corey could run a, run a sub four marathon right now? Yeah. Like okay. tomorrow, if he got up and ran a mile and ran a marathon, he could run a sub four. I think. That's crazy. I think that's crazy. That's four. That's ten. That's a ten minute pace. You think you could run a ten minute pace for twenty six miles? I think. What's the longest run you've ever gone on? Do you know? Oh, nine and close, like a four mile. Oh, wait, I said I probably got on longer in high school. But um, four or a 10 minute pace, I feel like it's just a jog and you can just jog. I think you're underestimating a 10 minute pace. I think keeping up a 10, I think you'd have trouble running a half marathon for a consistent 10 minute pace. I, I think it's so di- like running long distance is so different than running like short. Like running four yeah. miles and running twelve miles has got to feel so different. Yeah, but like there's there's like I know I have friends that run and they run at a pace where they can talk and they don't really feel it. They can it almost like they can run forever. Obviously, they can't, but that that's like an eight minute pace, right? But they're long distance runners, no? No, they're not. They're what one is super out of shape and that's what he does for exercise how long how how long does he run per day like sometimes they'll run like four miles that's That's i feel like that's so different though but but that's like an eight minute pace and he's out of shape so i was just like thinking Mm. like a 10 minute pace Mm. for a mile might be doable this just this just speaks to against cameron's take that the marathons are too easy. Marathons are not accessible. I um I think they are accessible. I think I think that they should be less accessible. How would you go about making a marathon less accessible? Obstacles. <laughs> yeah, obstacles. <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah, like you have, like every every once in a while we throw a hurdle out there. Yeah. That you have to jump over. <laughs> you have to jump. And it's like one hurdle for like this mass of people and everyone has to like line up for it. Oh, you know, like those mazes or kind of obstacle courses where people control yeah. what happens. So yeah. when you're running by, someone like presses a button for a... Mm-hmm. And then like a thing uh, swings a out and just like smacks you over. Yeah. Smack you. Another one, like that. at a certain point in the marathon, there's a haunted house and you have to run through the haunted oh, house. Yeah. That's a good one. So I think like, that would improve your time. Would I don't know. Adrenaline going? It would get your heart rate up, though. It would get your heart rate up. And I feel like the goal for a lot of long-distance runners is to keep your heart rate low so you don't tire yourself out. Uh, Isn't that true? Does that make sense? It does. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, I, can. I feel like you could speed walk a six-hour marathon. No. <laughs> six hours, no. Sam. <laughs> That's, Corey, you, that's, you're, that's under, you're underestimating well, how, how long how long I'm gonna look up how fast you could speed walk a mile. Corey, I'd come to Austin to watch you try to do that. 
That would be that crazy. Walking speed. Also, imagine speed walking for six mile for six hours, Corey. You, your calves would be destroyed. You know, a significant amount of people don't even finish a marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how many people shit themselves while running a marathon? <laughs> yeah, so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would just be like hard because you'd just be like hungry and like don't want to do it. But <laughs> yeah. I was just saying the pace, like like a six hour marathon would technically you could speed walk a pace but like speed walking like speed walking hurt you could switch between speed walking walking and jogging and still get it under six hours but you have to last that long so i guess that would be hard yeah like it would be hard to walk for four hours in general right so <laughs> <laughs> would you Corey? would you try this or would there have to be like a decent reward for you at the end i would I mean, I don't think I would do it even if there was a reward. They give you a free beer at the end of a marathon. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, nice. so, that's so smart. Like a bunch of de- people who are like the most dehydrated and starving they've ever been in their lives and you give them a beer. It's a tradition. It's a so tradition. unrelated to marathons. So my club soccer team, they canceled the season. So we had to practice with some Sunday league team. Cool. And every Sunday morning they have practice at 8 a.m. and everyone shows up half the people are like hung over and stuff and it's pretty high intensity and a lot of them are old so it's definitely tiring for them and then after practice they just like sit under a tree and drink beer <laughs> how is that satisfying <laughs> this is what you do when you're older this is I guess I'm just shocked like, this is what these even think <laughs> I don't even want to think about drinking beer after yeah. a soccer practice. That does sound really gross. Where I was hung over the night before. It's what you know? Sam already does. Sam hooks up an IV full of beer to himself as he like runs on a treadmill. And that's how he hydrates. It's all wheat. Wheat and hops. Wheat and hops. That's, yeah. Wheat, hops, water, and yeast. What's the fourth one? Yeast. Is that the fourth one? I don't know. Barley. Barley. Or is that just a type of wheat? No, barley's. What is barley? Wheat. Barley's in a grain. But there is some barley in in beer, I think. I'm no beer expert. I'm trying to be a beer expert. <laughs> no, I know I'm you're. To be you're an kind of in everything. Yeah, you're kind of an expert in all things wheat. Jack of all. In all things bready. Dude, I should be the wheat guy. That should be an. I should just transcend bread guy and be and wheat. Become wheat guy. Wheat. Yeah, wheat, wheat Sam. Whisperer. The yeah. Wheat Whisperer, whoa. That's pretty good. That should be like my, if I ever like have a business Instagram yeah. or like a influencer Instagram, that's what it would be. Kind of coming soon, you know, PokeMMO's gaining steam. Yeah, I might have the fun. Just just springboard off of this platform onto another yeah. one. Onto the Wheat wheat platform, we'll call it the Wheat <laughs> form. All right, um, what do you guys think? What Do you guys agree or disagree that marathons are too easy? Disagree. Agree. <laughs> yes <laughs> didn't think i would get an agree on that one but i am happy if, there, if there's one thing i learned from this so far is that Corey's um perception of running is just skewed that's <laughs> yeah. he's a little overconfident in his running ability i think which i i'm sure you're a good runner and i know you're a good short distance runner i've never really seen you try to run long, run long well distance. i don't think i'm a good long distance runner but i was just taking into account how long it takes to run 
the 10 minute mile is like there's a type of bias where like the people you you the people you surround yourself with you project as like being the rest of the world and so like maybe Corey being around all these runners and soccer players think that the average person is faster than the average person actually is Kind of like, I, I feel like that's a lot of people in politics. Like so many people like on one side are like, how could people even think the, uh, like that the other side makes sense, which yeah, I think I is definitely think, what happens to me. I don't think it's like being fast. I thought mainly the only thing I can think of is that it would just be, it would be hard to walk a marathon. It would be hard to walk 26 miles. So yeah. it's just a long distance. Yes. It's just a that's super what, long distance. I think it would be hard, but I think it would be doable. I think you could do it, Sam. I think I could, if I trained for it, I couldn't get up there. And... To, to walk a marathon? Okay, yeah, it would take me maybe 12 hours. Do you think, maybe not 12 hours. You but... could do increments. You could like run two miles, then walk one. Mm-hmm. One, two miles, then walk one. I would say you have, have to like do it within break. 10 hours. I think I could. I think I could. I think, I think we all could. It would just be very taxing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do, you think, do you think Tanner could do it right now? Or no? I assume. A he, does, he does that ROTC training, though. Yeah, probably. If there's anyone who could, it's probably yeah. him. Yeah. I think so, too. Okay, next take time. Who's up? Who, who volunteers? I can go. Go. Speaking as the wheat guy, as the wheat yeah. whisperer, um, grocery stores should sell everything in bulk. You know, okay, by bulk, you know what I mean? Like, you go to, like, Mm. the the containers and you take like the bag or the box and then you like twist however much you want out of it oh and then you cap it and then you weigh it and then you leave oh interesting so you're more selling food on a weight-based system as opposed to an individual price kind of thing it could be individually priced but no more pre-packaged that sounds really complicated so what they do? But they just doable. do they just get there? Like if say say I need burger buns, I go yeah. to the store. Are they receiving? Is the store receiving all of their burger buns and just like an eighteen wheeler filled to the brim with burger buns? Sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Or, okay, I want society to progress to a level where supply and demand are instantaneously known, so that they will always have the right amount of burger buns. So that when you walk up to the bread counter, instead of aisles, we're going to have counters now. And then you're like, how many people am I feeding tonight? I want 17 burger buns. Instead of having to buy two 12 packs of burger buns, okay. having like five burger buns left over, you're just like. And then, and then you weigh how much bread you have? No, I mean, that one could be like, oh, it's like 20 cents. Per set of burger, buns. burger. Okay, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think, Corey? What are you thinking? Seems a little complex. Seems honestly. really complex. So, like, Seems, you're. Wait, Sam, are you are you talking about like the like how they sell coffee often, or like how they with, sell like nuts or like trail mm. mix? But those last a long time, so you're able to keep them in those types of containers mm. and dispense them. But with burger buns, are you just kind of a giant room of preservative preservatives? No, that's what I'm saying. It's like sounds like there's gonna be a lot of so food waste. For, for this, this yeah. the, the goal of this is to eliminate food waste. The model okay. needs to have, like I said, impeccable awareness of supply and demand. So, like you know, like the deli counter or like the meat counter or like the butcher. 
right? Oh, I know the deli counter. It's like instead of like walking up to the like the thing and like picking out like a pound of ground beef. Yeah. And like the prepackaged whatever, you walk up to the dude or dudette, and then it's like, hey, can I get like like two fistfuls of ground beef? Because this is how much I know. <laughs> by the <laughs> It's just like a large man sticks his hands in the in the big vat that's of ground essentially beef, what and that's happened. how. That's literally what they do. They have like the tray of ground beef, and they're like, "How much do you want?" It's like yeah. I don't know, like half a pound. And they just take the, their fist and just like grab a thing of ground beef <laughs> and like weigh it for you. I think I think more things should be measured by the fistful. Yeah, it's so easy. You know, it's so yeah. easy. But it's also it also depends. Like what? Yeah, who's, like a fistful of oranges is just one orange. True, and like, but some people can fit two oranges in their hand. Yeah. Or is it like you have to how, like be able to close your fist? But it also depends how big how big the orange uh, is. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe fistfuls is bad. <laughs> fistfuls might be might be a bad way to do it. Um, like say, <laughs> say like I want baked beans. Like like. Okay. Like, are you replacing canned baked beans with like, like, do like do? Is it like a frozen yogurt machine where like, you know, like the Teletubby custard? Yeah. Wait, no, but yes. Like it comes out in almost like a soft serve kind of thing. I think yeah. if I'm remembering the Teletubby custard correctly. So what I'm picturing is a grocery store where it has all these tubes, almost like those bank tubes where they like put in a little thing and yeah. shoots it to the tube. Like these tubes yeah. that run up to the ceiling, and within the ceiling, like a soft serve machine like a soda machine like they have big like vats of all these foods you know yeah see that's and you so can gross. pull a lever and the baked beans come down i would like this, what you're thinking i know yes that's the goal but it's also okay. like it's unfeasible for because like you want baked beans to last for years right right and you can only do, do that through like canning methods but like say the vat was much like a can no he's so, saying if are you saying if you bought baked beans, they wouldn't last because because oh, it's like exposed to the air? What if they recan them? That would be so. That's just a pizza purpose. Just put <laughs> that can inside. a little bit. But the supplier do it. But there could be a a new way to like like okay. Think about this. How do they make those pouches? You know the pouches that you get string cheese in, per se. Yeah. How do they make those? I'm thinking you can pull the lever, get some baked beans, get as many baked beans as you want in this big pile, shoots it off into a conveyor belt, and the conveyor belt can creates one of those plastic wrappings around your baked beans that is much like a can. That's not how canning works, though. How does canning work? I don't know how canning works. You need to, like, pasteurize it and then, like, seal it immediately. You're saying that you don't think they could do that in the in the in the store? In house. Well, okay, also the goal in-house. of this, the goal of this bulk grocery shopping is sure. to like eliminate food and like material waste. You know. I don't see how this like, that's helping. It's like only get as much as you need, and then like no more individual packaging. But I feel like so much food waste comes from grocery stores whose food expires on the shelves, and I think this would only accelerate that. Grocery stores you just can't be on their super... supply and demand. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can't do that. Get good. Like. So this they is, need they is, need good econ- economists. This is where the Bezos Whole Foods Amazon Prime model comes in. Okay. They use metadata and <laughs> algorithms. Right. This is this is the future. This is I see this happening. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm projecting. This is my um, cool. This is my time. If everyone just grew their own food too, that would help. This is true. Yeah. New hot take: grocery stores only sell seeds <laughs> and baby animals. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be so cool. But then you, so you have to slaughter your own like pig if you want bacon. Yeah. So every oh, that's so brutal. So every what do you do with the carcass and the bones? Compost. compost. Or or fashion. So gross. <laughs> I kind of like this though. So every family then would have like a slaughterer, you know, like I could hire a slaughterer to come to my house and in the morning, if I want some chicken, they come over, they slaughter the chicken. (laughs) This would probably happen like overnight. So like when you're sleeping, you just hear a bunch of just like dying animals (laughs) and stuff in your backyard. Like a slaughterer comes, slaughters this chicken. And also I feel like this would really take down like big beef in so many of like the the industries that are causing so much harm to the climate, you know? Yeah. It would be more like, humane or would it be less? I feel like there would be a lot this, of turn vegetarians. <laughs> yeah, this, so. is, this is an endless, I, this, you know where I see this going, Cameron? Where? I see this people getting lazy and bored and then mm-hmm. so outsourcing their meat slaughtering to a central facility. <laughs> Boom, big beef again. But then that's not allowed. You like let's say we you can't do that. Let's say it's has centralized. You have yeah. to slaughter your own beef if you want beef. The law is beef has to be slaughtered on private property. Dude, on an episode of Hot Takes High Stakes, we should do a, 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 like a, maybe it's like the episode 40 or 50 special where we come on and we try to build our perfect country. Like our utopia. It's <laughs> pretty good. That yeah, would dang. be sick. Um okay. This is I don't know. I like the grocery store with seeds and baby animals idea. I, I'm Less interested so to than see the, how we can work, the, make that work. Than the bulk grocery store? Um, you can sell seeds in bulk. That's all I have to say. I think I just like the seed place because it seems more radical and revolutionary than just like Costco. Costco is the opposite of what I'm thinking. Wow. Costco is, Costco is in big bulk, everything. But you have to you buy overbuy. You, so you're not, you're, not, you're not saying that you want... You want a grocery store to sell in bulk. You're saying you want a grocery store to sell a la carte. That's no, that's what bulk means. Like bulk, like bulk goods. Oh, I thought Costco sold bulk goods. That's a, uh, that's wholesale. Mm. Oh, that is true. It is wholesale. But that's also, wholesale. okay. Yeah, it is. But it is, well, it's, when, it is also a la carte. No, is that just the same thing? No. Why? Well, yes. Wait, bulk and a la carte. Yeah, because a la carte is like like I only want one burger bun. I don't I don't have to yeah. buy a pack of six yeah. burger buns. Yeah, it's like if I go to if I go to like a Sprouts and it's like oh I only want like half a handful of pistachios and that's half what I can get. Huh? This has me really thinking. I I want like a nutrition like a food expert to come on the show and like talk to us about how this would work. What are you talking about? I'm right here. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm gonna have to boy. listen to science. I'm gonna have to agree with Sam. <laughs> true it's i guess Anything it's the default agree now he is he is the wheat man um and as we know we should always listen to the science okay Corey, what are you thinking my hot take is that there should be capitalized numbers and uncapitalized numbers instead yeah, why? of just having Can you give me an example so like what would be a proper number 
the number one should have two forms, one caps and one uncaps. What would it look like? Can you draw it with your finger? Um, like, you know how the, the proper one has, like, the little... Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That. Um, um, one might... It would just might be smaller. And then the other one would be bigger. Or just like a, or it or might just like a line. not have yeah. the baseline on right. the bottom. I, I feel like I feel like the the capitalized one would be like the proper one. Like the what with the with the base, yeah, yeah. the step the stem, and then the little the little head. But I think that the normal the lowercase one would just be you know, just like a Or maybe like a, they're on the stem, it doesn't really matter. But just no base. No, okay. So you're saying you're saying the this is something too much like an L. This is something that I said a while ago, and maybe I'll save it for another tink. But that um, all that they're that like the body parts of numbers. You know what I mean? Or letters too. Oh, what about it? Yeah, I mean it just depends on the font. True, but like general font. Is there a general? Is there a base font? No. No. Helvetica. No. Because like it's not the base. Calibri, Calibri doesn't have feet on mm. their letters, but Times New Roman does. Mm. I hate Times New Roman. I you do? You. I Times love Calibri is so simplistic. Everything should be Calibri's progressing towards simplicity. It's and Times New Roman is not progressing towards simplicity. Times New Roman is the industry standard. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe not, the industry in standard is wrong, Sam. The industry standard in screenwriting is courier new. Oh. Wait, really? Yeah. But, okay, so, so Sam. You um, hate courier. You do? I love it. Yeah. Um, wait, the, the, what do you mean by the industry? That's the industry standard. Times Me? New Roman. Yeah. If you write something in Times New Roman, no one will get mad at you. Corey will. I hate Times New Roman. Is he in the industry? What's the industry? What is yeah, that? What's the industry? The industry. What? Pro- I don't know. Project what you want. Like That's if I send industry. an email to my boss, is that Calibri, part of the industry? He might get pissed because it's not professional. But is Times New Roman like peak professional font? I think it is. Wait, personally. yeah. What's what's the what's the base Gmail font? Like if you just type it in Arial. email. It's Arial. I feel like I feel like that's the default then. Why? Because Google is, owns everything. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no. yes, but is you, are, are Google search results in Arial? I don't know. Also, that's interesting. Have you ever like tried, Sam? Have you ever like go to a website? Uh huh. Guarantee you zero websites are written in Times New Roman. Okay, what website are we going to? Plumpgoose.co. Plump Goose, wait, there's bias. We need to choose a third-party website. <laughs> okay. Um, I, mean, I, don't, I honestly don't go know. Go to what. the .gov website. Go to the... Yeah. Let's go to, let's go to, go to the cdc.gov. Yeah, cdc. Oh. No, let's promote the cdc. cdc.gov. Listen to the cdc. Um, Where's the cdc also bad? Isn't okay. the cdc catering to Trump now? I don't know. Oh, they don't have feet on their letters. Yeah. What font it's is it? Copy-paste. Fun. See what font it is. How to tell what font a website is using. <laughs> Just copy-paste into a doc. Uh, no, how about Wikipedia? Ooh, Wikipedia is a good one. What they do you use Helvetica. F- Who uses Helvetica? Google? The CDC. The CDC? Huh. Yeah. I mean, look at our names on Zoom. Look how simplistic it is. 
Is what what font is this? Do you guys know what font this is? No. This looks like Calibri or Hellblade. You're so biased towards Calibri. Well, that's what's in Word. That's the default. Yeah. Also, it's just it's nice and thin and simple, and like everyone can read it. We should I'm do it. It's like why there's so many fucking feet. We should Someone do a font contest. We should do a font contest. We should all turn our handwriting into a font, and then whoever has, we should put it up to a oh. vote, and whoever has the best font wins. Wait, I'm actually down to do that. Can we? That would be is there sick. Like a thing we could make our own custom font. I'm sure there's a way to make your own custom font. Also, you just have to do it where you have to write your font in under a minute, so that <laughs> it gets your oh. so you don't like. Yeah, yeah. So you can't perfect it. Yeah. That's a good video too. God, we gotta start keeping track of these ideas. Good thing this is well, recorded. There is some way to do it. But <laughs> <True, true. laughs> well, there's not. We all gotta keep it up here. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Let's get back to your take. Let's get back to your take. Yeah. Why do you think there should be upper and lowercase numbers? Because sometimes when I'm texting and I want to emphasize a word, I'll put in all caps. Mm-hmm. Maybe for the irony. Maybe just to emphasize mm-hmm. it. But I can't really do that if there's numbers because the numbers already seem caps or it's just like their numbers. So how do you know if I'm emphasizing them? And I know you can use spelled out numbers in caps. Yeah. But that's stupid. It's different. When would you, when would you ever need to emphasize a digit? If you were like, if you were like DeMar DeRozan scored three points for my fantasy team, you know? Yeah. And you're like emphasizing how bad that was. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to spell out three because like, why would I do it? It's also, it feels different, you know? You want full control over the language. I can see. It wouldn't hurt to have, but I don't just, I just don't know how much it, it benefit the. It would, uh, talking about progressing the industry standard, it would also negate the need to have spelled out numbers because it can, it will be able to be used in professional language if you were if you had caps and uncaps numbers, I feel like, since it can follow grammatical suit regardless. I don't know that that was an issue in the industry. What well, is the industry? What industry? There are like a million different industries. What are we talking about? If you about? talk about professional language, this is, I'm just referencing my classes. If you talk about professional essays, you're supposed to spell out numbers. You're not supposed to use right. real numbers unless you're... Yeah coding like a statistic you know mm. it's almost so, like it's almost like formal and informal versions like it like it would be weird for me to call um like say in spanish there's a formal way to say words and there's an informal way to say words and it would be weird for me to call for me to call to speak to people in an informal way but it would also be weird for me to speak to some people in a formal way and that kind of feels the same for numbers too. Like if you're texting and you spell out a number, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. That's why I want to be able to text lowercase numbers or uppercase. I like. Wait, which one would be the formal way? Oh no, it's a spell. Like spelling it out is formal, and, and yeah. typing it or not spelling it out is informal. But there's also words that work formal and informal. So the word the goes with both. So. Right it can negate the need for distinguishing between formal and informal. I like this take. What do you, I don't, I, I okay. Look, Sam, so <laughs> what do you, times new rope. <laughs> do you agree or disagree, Sam? I just don't follow the logic of mm. 
Because if it's formal, just type it out. If it's informal, just use the number. That's but okay, but that wasn't my main point. I want to be able to emphasize numbers. Yeah. Okay. Then how you, can, you, go about you can't you emphasize my, numbers in an informal way, is what you're saying, Corey. Correct. You know, my solution is just bold it or underline it. You, how, so in, over text. How do I do that in, over text? Instead of introducing 10 new digits into the English or Arabic. That's, that's system. like none. That's fine. That's it's so not, few. It, they're not new digits. They're just different forms. It's like it's not like the letter A lowercase yeah. is. Imagine a if so, if someone changed how the lowercase letter E looks. But that's not the same. There are only nine. There are only ten digits, right? So like it's not like we're cha- we're creating a new language or creating a new alphabet. We're just making different versions of digits that are already there that will still look recognizable. Yeah. Like, there's different ways to write the number. Also, the number three, the lowercase, I was thinking it would just be a smaller three. Mm. Wait, Corey, what, num- about, what about Roman numerals? They have uppercase and lowercase versions. This is true. Because they use just letters. But Right. But this might be the solution to your problems. Just start with it's it out. Roman solution. numerals. It's 100% not the solution. I don't want to think about how to write the number 460 in times new or in Roman numerals. Well, I don't know. Maybe you just need to study, study up. I'm still not convinced. It's overcomplicated as well. Well, I what's am... a good way? Okay, Sam. I just want to know a good way that you can emphasize a number without over text. Like without... over text, over text. The way our text system is right now. Yes. Or because I mean, you're introducing something new into the text system. Yeah, there would right? just be. Okay, what I would, would introduce just be shift. is you would just have to hit shift. Oh, what I would introduce is another button that's just underlined or bold. Mm. Corey, theoretically, you could also do like the um, like like the asterisk number asterisk, but that's just extra work. Yeah. It should be easy, you know. It should that's be easy. So much should be easy. There's so much space on this keyboard right now. That's that's. That's all I have to say. There's enough room for a bold or an underlined key. If no, I agree with that. Su- if the supply and demand necessitated it. Well, if Sam doesn't agree, I do agree. And that right. is my, that's where I stand on this. This take. Okay. So he's one and one. One for one. Or one, one for two. But yeah. one and one. Yeah. So now it's time for hottest take. We're all going to restate our takes, starting with Corey, then Sam, then me. Capitalized and uncapitalized numbers need to be a thing. Grocery stores transition to purely bulk aisles. And my take was marathons are too easy. And let's get, uh, we'll vote on how to take. I'll go first, then Sam, then Corey. Rapid fire. Does everyone know who they're voting for? Yeah. Three, two, one. Sam. Cameron. Sam. Sam wins on his take. Congrats. Dude, I I thought my take was the least hottest of the three today. That's all I have to say. Corey's take, I don't think changing the industry, you know, it would be tough. I think just these standards are the standard for a reason. That's all I have to say. Sam, I think your take is uh is right in between good and bad and hot. 
Mm-hmm. Mine was good and hot. No, I but... think I, I think yours was good and like average, like lukewarm. Oh, yeah. Cameron's was not according bad to and hot. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't bad. Um, and we're still waiting on Resma to get us the uh, advanced analytics on all the takes. So yeah, we'll just do so it coming up, longer. Mountain Men runs a marathon. Mountain Men run a marathon, and Mountain Men have a font contest. Yes, it was um, Mountain Men write a movie. <laughs> yeah, and Mountain Men make a movie. We have a lot of we have a lot of irons in the fire, if you will. Um, but yeah, go to go to plumpgoose.co to see all of all of our hottest takes and the hottest take leaderboard. With that, I think Sam, you you have three now. I think so. Wow, big guy, big take. I think you know idea for the website, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have a little button that says pick your font, and you get to choose what font the website's in. That's I have literally no idea how to do that. I just did like a Squarespace <laughs> template that I would love. This, I would this love is this is this is why uh, Res. This is our resident. Yes. Um, Can you put a bunch of polls on the website, just like random generic polls? If I knew how to do it, I would. <laughs> okay. Um. But yeah, I, I also want like a function on the website where you can just like make your own lists, like a top five, top 10, also like a bracket kind of situation. Oh, I think that would be a fun page. There are a lot of ways we can go with this. We're high to anyone listening. We're hiring web developers. <laughs> we're unpaid, but yes, we are hiring you. <laughs> we're hiring you to an unpaid intern position to make our website for us. You can put it on your resume. You can put it on your resume, um, and it'll be an incentives-based system, actually. So uh, every view, every for every a hundred hits we get on the website, I'll send you um, five dollars. I think we have like fi- I think we got like fifty-five hits last month. I feel so, like that'd be a pretty good last incentive because the last odds month. that you blow up, like say you get, I know, suddenly <laughs> it goes know. to like ten thousand hits if yeah. you're just fifty k in the hole. I'm big in the hole at that point. <laughs> but um, yeah, go to go to pumpgoose.co. Uh, subscribe to Mountain Men Vids where we have all of those new projects in the works. Um, not sure when we'll get that going. And Mountain Men Games as well. Pretty soon we have our first episode of um, Pokemon Watch Part. I don't know what we're going to call it, but we're going to watch Pokemon. That'll be starting up pretty soon. Okay, this has been Hot Takes High Stakes. And let's all do a sign-off in three, two, one. Arrivederci. Adios. Bienvenidos. Uh, Okay. Plump Goops Podcast.